Disclaimer, the following boundless pub trap episode contains strong opinions that some listeners may and will find offensive. If you cannot accept or respect others with a differing opinion from yours, then fuck off. Rolling sound. I like turtles. Shush. Oh, Let me see your war face. Now y'all ain't paying no fucking these chickens, are you? Picture it. Streaming from the Midwest, right in the middle of the U.S., from Omaha, Nebraska, you're listening to the Boundless Pod Track, your entertainment podcast where we touch on all topics, from the crazy and absurd to the sacred and profane, and even the useless and unnecessary. The Boundless Pod Track knows no bounds, and now, here are your hosts... What's happening, everybody? It is uh, episode 021 of the Boundless Pod Trap. 21 fucking episodes. We can't get it in right. <laughs> no. This guy over here on the butt is what's with him. It, it'll be right when I when I plug it in. <laughs> I mean, that was the quickest fail ever. <laughs> like, it's literally like, disclaimer. Wah, 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 wah. <laughs> I just got a notification. Uh, a notification on my mobile. Uh, this episode is... Brought to you by the letters B, P, T, and the numbers 0, 2, 1. 10, 10, 3, 2, 1. No. We're past that. No, I'm not. I still use it. <laughs> really? Yeah. What is... Ten t- isn't that like the... Fuck, what is that? It was like something for like long distance calling back yes. in the 90s or 90s, early 2000. I just remember like... John Stamos did like a commercial for one of them. They had like celebrities like, I use 1010321 whenever I call collect. Oh, yes. That was the collect. Lonnie, you're looking at us like we're he's, aliens. He's trying I, to like us yeah, real I quick. Didn't, and, I didn't get a call collect. Well, no. none, nobody did. That, that was stu- I never called collect either, but I, I remember the commercials. Get that collect phone call on the phone bill. And I'd get beat with the backside of a shovel. That does not sound pleasant at all. all right. wow. You want to call collect in my house. The only time we got collect calls is from my uncle asking him to bail him out of jail. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Makes me think of back to the future. I was just <laughs> thinking about one of my uncles just today before he got here, my my gay uncle John. And like one of the things that I always- We didn't of, need that much explanation. Yeah. You could have just said your uncle, uncle John. John. That's how Or I your gay uncle. We would have knew. My gay uncle either John. Either way. Yeah. <laughs> Sorry, but, sorry, John. If nobody else knows, Congra- he, congratulations. Out, eh? The thing, <laughs> the thing about that is, like, I mean, I grew up with him. Like, he he watched me and my brother. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. <laughs> Worst time for Lonnie to take a drink. Oh no! Oh. <laughs> did you just spit over the microphone? <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> What did, what did you insert into that? <laughs> Your uncle. Yeah. He, now, well, I'm hoping you said watch, not wash. Watch. Okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. We might. I don't know. It was. <sighs> look, he was a pretty cool uncle, and and like the thing that I don't get about a lot of people is like I don't want my you know kids around like somebody who's gay and stuff like that. It's like, well, you're kind of associating gay with pedophilia those those are two different things they're not the same thing right and why it's do like, you think your kid's cute enough to be <laughs> seduced anyway 
<laughs> wow. That was, a, <laughs> that was a good intro. But, good yeah. Um, <laughs> shout out to, to my gay Uncle John. Shout out to all gay Uncle Johns. <laughs> shout out to all gay people. We whether, support you. Whether you're out or not, we support you 100%. You know, that, that's... I, I just don't know how people could not... Like, what's the big deal? Like, I could see if somebody was homosexual and they were you weren't and they were like forcing themselves on you and stuff like that then you could probably have an opinion but if they're living their life just let them live their life yeah and yeah, everyone's their life. allowed to live their best life fabulously i mean i have several homosexual friends there's no joke there you're both looking at me for to say like a joke about you guys or something uh, I'm, I'm being dead serious <laughs> i i have a lot of them so we're gonna play a new game tonight i got a game too oh well mine's mine's not really a game but this is not my topic. I was just going to say, this is a fun game for our listeners. Every Ooh, time, audible. Every time that either Lonnie, Justin, or myself says the words "like" or "um," drink some alcohol. <laughs> they're not going to get, get it. You'll drunk. be shit faced in five seconds. Well, they're not going to. I have to. I have to think about what we're doing. We, right we were just <laughs> talking before we started recording about. We, we started kind of listening. Like, I started listening. I just did it there. Mother- I started listening to our podcast more often lately. Usually I do not because I was there. Don't really need to hear it. <laughs> but listening to it, the amount of times I say like and um, it's just, yeah. So now. That's all you're thinking I'm about I'm thinking now. about it. And I'm trying my damnedest not to say any of those things. Don't think about the pink elephant. Don't think about the pink elephant. Well, that's the, that's the joy with our style of podcast we do it's we're not reading it verbatim like a lot of our our commentary we're doing is off the cuff so we're developing it as the moments go and sometimes like you talk faster than your brain thinks Mm -hmm. so absolutely and we're also males so we talk faster than our brain thinks anyway Mm -hmm. so that's a double-edged sword there i just need to at least with the um we Stop at least have a filter that. that filters out of all the N-words that you say. Yeah, right. <laughs> oh, yeah. my goodness, right. gentlemen. That's the big, the big Jeremy Unless, N-word button. If by that, you mean nobbies? I was talking about Nixon. Black people oh. hate the word Nixon. <laughs> he was a he was a bad guy. Corona. <laughs> <laughs> that was a different one. <laughs> Corona. Uh, so what's been, on, uh, what's been up with you guys? Oh, uh, you know, a lot of uh, working. Oh, you know what I'm saying? I've worked a lot the last uh, couple weeks. I've really, I think the, since the last time we recorded, I think I've only had like one day off Jeez. from work. But it's it's enjoyable. I'm you got to call in more often. Yeah, utilize <laughs> everybody else. You're too that good I, of an employee. Everybody else I work with does that enough. That's so. why you're working so much is because everybody's calling in. It's it's because stuff needs to get done. It's like a little and, bit of column A, a little bit of Columbine, and it's it's fucking yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. But, and I got some new product at my work in my department that I'm excited about too. I haven't got a chance to really get it how I want. I mean, it's out, but it's not how I want it to be out. But I'm I'm super excited. Uh, you know, a lot of drag queens come into my work. <laughs> Justin's out. And yeah. People now Jeremy's they, they, out. And they stuff. come into my work and buy makeup, and they've been requesting this certain makeup, and I finally got it in. So oh, I'm awesome. excited to have it I'm for fuck them. it up, bitch. So, yeah. Yeah. What about you guys? I got, I got the shot. Did <laughs> you? Yeah. I, got I didn't think we, I didn't think we could get it. Well, well I guess you're a government employee. I'm a government. Nice. So nice. let's talk. 
I, maybe we did talk about this. I don't know. Yeah. But I don't think f- we've ever talked gives, about COVID. Yeah, who gives a fuck about what's no, going on with me? The, Let's talk about something else. The vaccine. <laughs> what's up? I, I don't know. Are you planning on getting it, Lonnie? Yeah, probably. I don't know if I'm going to. If Not not anytime soon. My job requires Damn me to get it. For those people who are listening who do not want it but have got it, I've developed a machine that will extract it out of you. That way, no, <laughs> nothing. It, it's a... And for you gentlemen, it's, it's his lips. <sighs> why do you, why do you it's discreet so i'll put a blanket over my head and yeah. <laughs> it's a traveling it's like i didn't get a shot there my my concern i think it's great and i hope it's 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 got great like um benefits benefits and so far the short-term effects of it are fantastic but I feel this thing was made way too quickly. Yeah, some people are experiencing some bad effects. Like there was this chick who was pregnant when she got it, and her baby came out Asian, and the husband's not. So, so uh, yeah. So (laughs) the short term effects are great. I just we don't know anything about long term. It hasn't been in people long enough, and it's like we you we all know how things are, and. Down two years from now, it's gonna be like, remember that vaccine everybody got? Well, it's known to cause cancer and eat your insides out. Right. Clinical trials are there for a reason, but I think the mass hysteria of people outweighed the need for clinical trials. I think that's why there's so many vaccines being developed at these points. I know there's a vaccine, I think it was developed in the UK that was actually faking its results mm. to be better known, get better approval you know something you said faking my brother-in-law last week had to go to the emergency room because he his chest was tight he was having trouble breathing he was faking that and (laughs) and was coughing a lot and his work made him go to the emergency room because it's like sound like covid so he went there they tested him he got tested i think two or three times at least two times both times came back negative for COVID, Turns but they it was just a it, heart bronch, bronchitis. But the hospital said that they're going to mark it as COVID. And when he asked them why, they said because they get funding for it. So That's now it. it really makes me wonder how much of those numbers were inflated. Wait, this was just recently. This was because I thought they week. just corrected a lot of that. I was going to say last... CDC changed their website to reflect the actual numbers. Yeah, the beginning of the year, like a quarter of those number. Yeah, of, yeah. Well, and if they're still getting last, funding, I think they would be week. a little bit more. Which hospital are you talking about? The is it on base? Your undercover, BA. deep undercover agent. My basement. Uh, <laughs> the basement hospital. You were supposed to be there today for your physical, and you uh, never showed. I couldn't. The kids need new shoes. <laughs> <laughs> I know. That's why I'm giving you the physical. I pay oh. you. So, Lonnie, oh. how are you doing? Oh God. Oh, I'm trying to buy a new house. Bry? Buy a new house. I'll let you redo it. <laughs> Bry, I'm trying to buy. I'm trying to buy a new house, and that shit's annoying. You said you don't you don't want to live in an apartment, right? I can't live in an apartment. Why not? I can't be around other people. Oh, because of the accident? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, I just, I like my dick out too much. That's fine. There are some apartments <laughs> where that's okay. Right. No, um. With like the 50 plus apartments? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. The ones you see on Pornhub. Sir, <laughs> yeah. please return to your room. <laughs> Put that away. No, I just, due to mental reasons, I can't live in an apartment. I hear you. So, but, you know, there's a house that went for sale literally across the street from my parents' house, which is a significant drive. 
Yeah, I've but been there. With it's you. it's not enough of a drive to not it be worth it. Super cheap house, super beautiful house, but God, working with bankers is the worst thing on earth. They like got the like, money, you don't. Yeah, they it's know like, it. fill out this application, we'll get right back to you. And that was on Monday, and it's Thursday night, and it's like, fuck, make up your mind. Like, give me a quick no if you're going to give me a no. Don't make me wait all day for it kind of a thing. I mean, if you were living in a mansion and they knew you had money, they would have probably helped you out on Monday. Right. But other than that, I've just been watching as much, like, bad indie horror that I can find. And I've watched some good ones. I've watched some bad ones. But I did... I know you guys aren't really video gamers, but I bought and have been playing Until Dawn. That game is fucking great. Like I'm, a, two, I'm a binger. It's a, it's a horror-based game, and it's not like a game in the sense of that you're playing a game. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure game, and like you have to keep people alive, and you have to like – you have two choices, and you have to pick the most ideal choice – so it's basically like a choose-your-own-adventure book, but it's a video game. Right. And there's like 250 different endings depending on like what scenarios you make. It changes the butterfly effect of the game, and it's super cool. Who made that? Uh, It's a PS4 exclusive. Gotcha. I mean, but but what's the company? Like, I is have it no like idea. Bethesda? And... No, I don't. Is it, it the people who did uh, like Dark Rain or, or? No, it's the same company that made like. I think it's the Tall Tale Games company. They made like the Walking Dead games. They made the Batman Choose Your Own Adventure uh, games. My but, issue with like, like first, I go with likes. Damn it! My issue with video games are that I just a don't have time right to do them, and b they're too freaking complicated nowadays. There's too many buttons and toggles on the controllers. This old like, man over here. If if it were <laughs> Super kids. Nintendo, the four button thing, I would love to play video games. Six but, buttons. I watch my nephews play <laughs> games, and I'm like, what are you doing? That's just I, – I feel like they can operate an airplane if they wanted to with how many buttons and switches there are in these controls. And and, and that's what the joy of this game was. Like most of it was all like cognitive story-based and less – It's like kind of a Action-based. Yeah. Yeah. But most of it is like what would you do in this scenario? Like as the boyfriend, do you defend your girlfriend when she's being a cunt to this girl? Like, that's what a scenario. Do, you do? Uh, yeah. Okay. Like that's part of the scenario. It's like, it's like your girlfriend's three, being a cunt. Three couples and like a lonely dude are in this hotel room. I wonder which one I am. <laughs> <laughs> a year after these two girls run out of the mansion because you played a trick on them, um, and they both die. So you go back the year. Was that the trick? The year after. No, you like set the one girl up with a guy she likes and she starts being like hell yeah and starts taking off her clothes and you're like whoa it was a joke and she's like fuck you guys and she runs off and her twin sister chases her and they both get attacked by a wendigo but you don't know that until later in the game oh uh, like a traveling van spoiler spoiler <laughs> yeah it's a game from 2014 so oh, okay if one of our it's 25 listeners wants to know about the game we are up to that. We are up. We do have 25 fans now. We're like just under 300 downloads. So. I was listening to one of my favorite podcasts, and they their newest one was dropped yesterday, and they do their Patreon thing. There's like, we just had our, uh, we just celebrated our 700th Patreon member. <laughs> I, I would kill to have at least like 10 Patreon members, seven, <laughs> but 700? Good Lord. Damn. We'll get there someday. These guys have been doing it for a long time. Right. So. But yeah, that game has been taking up my time. I've been waiting for my phone to call. 
you know what game I thought was fun? One of my buddies many, many years ago, he was a popular, still is a popular YouTuber, and his thing was playing video games. And he, since he had so many subscribers, he was pretty legit. You know the angry video game nerd? Yeah. Actually, I think he probably knows him, but we had an office together and he would get free stuff all the time and they would send him games before they were out for the public for him to play and give his review. We got to play the uh, Friday the 13th one. Oh, yeah. That's fun. Yeah. That was fun. I mean, I, fun, I just yeah. sat there while he played it and I had a microphone and I was talking while he was playing and stuff, but... That was fun. The thing I think about, like, when it comes to video games, because I am so far behind on a lot of the stuff. Like, I window shop so much, and when I actually play games, I'll probably binge it for, like, two weeks, and then I won't touch it for six months. And I'm just thinking about it, like, man, my my retirement is going to be so entertaining. Like, I'm not going to be playing, like, Scrabble and whatever. You said it exactly. Like, that's how my gaming experience goes. I have a friend when I lived in Des Moines, who was a super huge gamer. And that's how our system was, is he played the games, I got the headset to talk shit. Like, that's how our gaming went. He was too shy and, and polite to be an asshole, and I was too bad at video games <laughs> to not be an asshole. So I got the headset to talk shit, he got the controller to play. It was like the perfect harmony of gaming. Whoever's on the other end of that, they're like, some kid is just... Yeah, like, yeah. Who, who <laughs> lets their little sister get the You know, and that was the thing I enjoyed was he played the video games. He got all the stuff. I mean, he he talked. Like, we both were on headsets and whatnot. But, you know, it was it was fun because I got to reap a lot of the benefits and go on trips and stuff with him. Right. We were sent to WrestleMania because he did a lot of stuff for the WWE 2K games. Tony and, Pizza Guy. Yeah. And they would uh, send... They sent us to... Uh, WrestleMania two years in a row, and I was his camera guy, which was fun because we got to interview some people. But I mean, I guess you know, I never. I feel like yeah, you can play video games, but to me, I never. I felt like I'd rather live life and create my own things instead of just sit on my ass and waste time. But you can get paid for it and get free stuff. I guess. Uh, Speaking go for of it. pay, uh, Lonnie, you owe your yeah. wife eighty dollars for what? I I owe her a lot more than eighty dollars, but what <laughs> what this time? Well, I told her that you owed me eighty dollars, and she's like, "Well, I'll just pay it and get it back from him." Okay. So you have to pay her the eighty dollars. What did I? What did we owe you eighty dollars for? Twinkie. You didn't owe me. I was just uh, saying that you did. That way, she could probably pay me if possible, and what? she did. Don't you owe Paco eighty dollars? No. Now you owe Paco. Paco, hey. give me Paco. <laughs> do I got to pull it up? Yeah, you do. We can't talk about well, the, the one one fucking time your phone's off and not making noise. That's a meeting of twinks. Yeah. Tribute to Paco. Literally. I haven't seen him in a while. Well, what's first on our agenda? That's a good question. Well, the game's out the window. <laughs> <laughs> my, just yeah. My topic's kind of fun. All right. Hopefully, it'll be fun. Since yours is fun. You want me to start? Yeah, we'll let you go first All right. with this. So, we're 21 episodes in. Yeah, we are. And it's been a while. We've kind of tiptoed to that line. We're legal now. Yeah, we've kind of we we've kind of tiptoed to that line of being offensive lately. But we've kind of <laughs> left a lot of space between it. We're going to start talking about and midget amputee albino porn. Now, again? Oh. But, you know, I, I wanted to get a little bit closer to that line because we always talk about how we're boundless. And I don't think we, we have really touched on our fans who appreciate our true. I touch on as many fans as I can. Crazy <laughs> offensive stuff. 
So I'm gonna play a little game, but I'm gonna I'm gonna preface this game as this game is a gold star warning. So anyone who gets offended easily, I'm gonna say go ahead and skip ahead. Oh, probably about ten minutes or so. If you're listening to this, there is a disclaimer in the beginning, so you should already you know, right, right. Yeah. So skip ahead about I, I'd say about thirteen minutes. I'm sure we'll have a little giggle. I, I'll count five, and at five, go ahead and skip ten minutes. So one. <laughs> Two. I'm going to cut these out. Three, four, and five. Okay, boys, we're going to play a little game. This game is called Offensive Stereotypes or Foods or Both. Does that make sense? So it's Offensive Stereotypes, Foods, or uh, Both. Offensive Stereotype is is this name. Like, is it an offensive stereotype for a, for a group of people or a food or is it both? So, for example. Like an Irish mullet? Cracker. Okay. Yeah. Got it. Okay, so here we go. Number just one. Just so everybody knows, I had nothing to do with this. <laughs> I'm just doing what I'm asked. <laughs> so number one, kraut. Uh, both. Jeremy? Food. Food? It is both. Kraut is a brand of cabbage. It is also a slang for a German soldier back in World War II. I call them krauts all the time. <laughs> <laughs> number two, tripe. What? Tripe. Tripe? Yep. I want to say this is more of a... Uh, people. People? People. It is It is actually a food. Yes. It is a stomach lining of an ox or a sheep. That's not food. That's called a condom. <laughs> <laughs> tripe. Tripe for him. Can you imagine the people who still use stuff like that? Condoms? Yeah. Well, <laughs> no, the, the, fucking noobs. The sheep belly condom type of thing. It's like, do you just keep a sheep next to your bed and then slaughter it and then get on with it? Or like... How fresh does it have to be? Get your dude? reproductive game on, bro. Uh, I'll figure it out. The I'm still working on that logistics. 12-pack of condoms I bought 20 years ago. It's expired. <laughs> oh, just a little powdery. <laughs> I put it in the fridge. And dry. <laughs> All right, number three, Mick. That's people. Both. It is It is not. It is an. It is a slang for an Irish, Irish man. man. Right. Because a lot of their names are like... Mick, like Bluff Williams, thank, or thank God this game Mick isn't Riley. counting towards Priest McCallis. Right, no, no, no. <laughs> Number four. Wait, is this like a? Let's see who's more racist. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> damn it, you're winning, Justin. <laughs> Yay! Uh, number four, uh, Shirak. That's a food. Both. It is. It is just a food. It is the deep fried <laughs> animal reproductive organs. Leave it to Justin. Something like deep, that. Deep fried, deep fried cocks and ovaries of animals. You probably so ate good. one with some garlic on the way over. Here. <laughs> oh, don't say that. It so <laughs> Yucky. Oh my god. Oh my fucking god. <gasps> <laughs> Number five. Um, sorry. Cats up. Cats up. Cats. Up. I think it's. I don't think people are called. I'm just gonna say it's food. Jeremy. Uh, food. It's just the original ketchup. Cats it, up. It is both. Is it really? Yeah. Ooh. It is a. It is a condiment, and it is also a name for a Russian person. Really? And that's yep. also how somebody with a list says ketchup. Ketha. I just call them commies. You know? <laughs> I just call Ketha. them Ah, uh, Number six, pepper. Both. Both. Both, yep. It's a seasoning, and it's a term for a French-Canadian. Oh. You call those northerners peppers. I just call them, I just call old people peppers. <laughs> number really? seven. Because they're grays. And- yeah, salt and peppers. Yeah. Uh, number seven, brush meat. Brush meat? Brush meat. Or bush meat, sorry. Bush I can't meat. read. Bush meat. <laughs> there's no there's no R in this word. Bush meat. Oh man. I'm just gonna say people. I'm, I feel bad for saying both. This isn't Vietnamese people. Don't tell me it is. 
bush meat is different kinds of meat from the African plains. I'll edit what I said. <laughs> <laughs> nope. <laughs> Number eight, taffy. That's both. Yeah. Damn it. Both. It is both. It's he my my answer informed his opinion. So. <laughs> well, that's, that's why up. you like jump out of the gate. Like, don't give me time to think about it because well, I'm not racist like you. <laughs> <laughs> racist uh, in a different it way. Is, it is both. It, it it is a candy. A delicious candy mm. and a uh, term for Welsh people. Delicious people. Shaped out laffy taffy. <laughs> they, 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 they call him taffy. Number nine, uh, one close to my heart, a uh, yid. <laughs> what on earth was that? That was my that was my tummy. <laughs> oh my god, your tummy just point to your tummy. That's a yid. I'm gonna say both. I want to say both. I'm just gonna say it's people. It is just people. A Yid is a group of Jewish people who predominantly speak in the Yiddish, Yiddish language. And number 10, a Twinkie. Oh, both. Both. It is both. <laughs> a Twinkie is a Euro-American or Asian-American who has nothing to do with the actual culture, who is just doing it for mainstream appeal. Speaking of Twinkies. There's one left. There is, there's one left. I will take that it. last one. And just for fun, as I was going through all these offensive stereotypes, I found as many white stereotypes as possible because I feel like white people aren't given, like, enough names. Like, we get called Cracker. Everybody we, we insults get called, me, like, on a daily basis. the white devil. That's, like, I think those are lame. So for everyone who's listening, here's some more white stereotype names. You can call us if you see us in public. So these are for you. Gin Jockey, uh, Gringo, Gooba, from your people. Uh, a Gooba? Gwer. I was looking at Justin when he said that, by the way. Not my people. Uh -huh. Gwer, Honky, obviously that's a good one. Londo. My personal new favorite, uh, Mayonnaise Monkey. <laughs> right? It's fucking fantastic. Mayonnaise Monkey. I'm not on the mayonnaise bandwagon. Ofe, Red Legs, Snowflakes, White Ears, Whitey. White Ears? White Ears. Hmm. Uh, Whitey and Yank. Wow. To name a few. Well, if we did not offend you, uh, We'll try we'll harder try, yeah. next week. <laughs> we got a, a a Jew, a Polak, and a and an, an Italian and man. a Goomba and a Goomba. Yeah, uh, I always have to call people out on or on what? their their what racial. I I had one for you. I think it was, it, no, it was too far apart. It was I couldn't get WAP to go into Whopper. Yeah, it doesn't work like that. No. WAP is just like without papers. It's what the Italians were known for, or, or a stereotype, or a. Uh, what is the word I'm thinking of? I don't know. We're not racist. <laughs> There's an Italian joke. It goes like, what sound does a flat tire make? Dago, Dago, Dago wop. <laughs> Dago wop. Okay. Yeah. And I always have to call. You just had to show me up at the end there, did it, They have to, I have to call people out on like the, the Dago thing. You know, like, hey, how'd your Dago? I'm like, how'd, how'd your Jew win? Like, I don't, I don't know. <laughs> Oh, you broke Lonnie. <laughs> Man alive. Uh, okay, everyone who wasn't listening, you can turn back on. I think we need to, in a couple episodes, we just have a dad dad joke type of podcast oh, where everything absolutely. we say is just the hokiest thing in the world. <laughs> absolutely. I had to keep the, uh, the soundboard fresh on that one. Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe you'll know how to use it by then. 
I know how to use it. Uh-huh, I'm no. trained and proficient in all my. <laughs> you know what? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> that makes me think of that. That, we suck again. that inappropriate laugh track thing that they hate on YouTube. <laughs> oh, <yeah. laughs> I just sent that. that. I sent that to somebody the other day. Oh man, oh, man. good stuff. All right, well, congratulations, Justin. You are racist. You are the Yay. most. You are the most racist. I think he got every single one right. He was pretty close. Yeah. I'm a very cultured person. Yeah, I like different cultures and cuisines. But I the didn't... ones I picked weren't like bad. Like no. my they were my, mediocre. My offensive culture. I, I mean. I could have did a whole list. I was expecting on, a lot worse. Right. I could have did a whole list on Jew ones. I was just losing my shit over. I sit and reading them to Tracy. I'm like, listen to this one. She's like, you know you're an asshole. I'm like, ah. <laughs> well, you can say it if you're, if you fall you on one. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can say it if you're not too, but it's called freedom of speech, right? <laughs> right. It just identifies who you are. That's all. Right. It's like, oh, that guy's an a hole. <laughs> if you're an a hole, you can't say, or if you're not an a hole, you can't say a hole. Uh-uh. I thought this lady I worked with the other day in the cake decorating department. She was an a-hole. I'm walking down the aisle and she's helping a customer. And I swore she said, are you looking for the a-holes? And I lost my shit. But she was, the person was looking for egg holes. But the oh, fuck's yeah. an egg hole? I think it was a cookie cutter in the shape of an egg and they called it an egg hole or something. I don't know. But I heard a-hole and I'm like, yes, we can start calling customers names now. I love it. What's next? Huh. Yours? Mine? Yeah, we can do. I'll do. What is yours? Excuse <sighs> I think you're dying we're, we're, over there. I think, I think your insides are finally you're rebelling. You're turning. I think we're comfortable with uh, our listeners get, now. You're belching, yeah. farting in front of them. Get the garlic pen. <laughs> you're going to have to get the garlic pen. Get his pen. heavy pen. <laughs> All right. Well, guys, I want to um share with you a little something. Have you guys ever wanted something so much that it was yes. nearly unbearable? Yes. <laughs> the waiting and expectations piques your interest, so you jump on the train head first. Is this going to be another fucking pyramid scheme? Well, I want to share with you that sensationable solution. Got but me. first, imagine, there you are, strolling along when suddenly you hear a boom in the distance. What is it? What the hell was that? You don't know. You can see the smoke from afar, but it seems like the closer you get, the further you are. No matter how many fences you jump, there's an even bigger one ahead, and you can't even tell if you're on the right track. What is that? That, my friends, that's that feeling. Can you sense it? That's a question. You can, can you sense it? Anyways, I want to show you exactly how to take personal power back. In a second, I will reveal this secret. And when you find out how amazingly simple it is, you'll be astonished. But think, everyone has been there. Everyone knows how frustrating it is. It's like you're investing all this time gathering this huge pile of nuts and acorns and that one that catches your eye out there all by itself, it looks the most promising. You think, hell yeah, I want to add that to the collection. So you take a few steps and look back at your luscious set of nuts and acorns and you find that they're all gone. You've been cleared out by the rest of the greedy squirrels. All that time and effort down the drain. Sit with that feeling for a second, this bitter despair. Today, I want to give you the tools to remedy that. I have designed a two-step, easy-to-follow process that anyone can learn right now. And you might think, can it really be that easy? Hell yeah, it is. Lucky for you, you are listening to this podcast. 
I haven't shared this anywhere else publicly. Few people who I have shared this secret with have raved that it has changed their lives for the best. Can you imagine being faced with a situation where you aren't entirely in control of your body? You know, you are going through the motions, but there is this need that is not fully met, like a heavy rock that is on your chest, rendering you incapable of moving. The thing is, is you put it there yourself. You can't recall precisely when, but you can pinpoint an estimated time. There was a sign that said, hey, idiot, put large rock on chess. That was the last thing you remember before you were underneath it, crushing your life. Now you just wait for it to start to feel good. You wonder, does it come in the form of a nipple orgasm? Are the grays across the bottom of your feet like a pleasant tickle? Or maybe it's like the most tastiest candy that makes your salivatory glands flow? Ooh. Or maybe it's like if there were millions of taste buds all over your genitalia and you pleasured yourself with the sweetest fruits. That's killing two birds with one uh, truck. Are you anxious to hear this compelling piece of classified information yet? Now, I don't know how long this is going to be uh, on this public domain, so we might even get flagged for it. Ep this episode. Uh, it might be taken down, all that mess. But I feel passionate about this restricted knowledge. So take out a piece of paper and write this down. Like, in real life? <laughs> I don't have a pen. Don't click it. Move on. So we're talking about clickbait. Lonnie, you're closer. Hit him. <laughs> <laughs> no, don't, don't. Each have a pair of scissors. This, oh, damn it. this might be a good time to remind the listeners that we all write our own stuff. We all choose our own segments. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, the topic is clickbait. Yeah. One of the what? What is clickbait? You guys tell me. That that was clickbait. Exactly. And oh. it's it's to get people to your website or domain or whatever it is with, by enticing them with something. Like they'll say the first part of the sentence and then right when it gets to the juicy part of the sentence, it's like, click here to see the rest and boom. Right. Don't you hate that? It's like those one is like uh, a little thumbnail that has like this hot chick on it. And you're like, Ooh, that kind of piques my interest. I'll click that. And she's not even in any of the, right. the slides. Trailers though. Trailers to movies can also be clickbait. Yeah. Like a lot of nowadays trailers can give you the majority of the good part of a movie because that's all there is is that small section of good parts and now you got to sit through used to be, 84 yeah. minutes of of shit movie and you saw the good stuff in the trailer right it, they used to be called cliffhangers yeah that's pretty much what a, a oh excuse me man i'm so burpy tonight that's usually what a clickbait is it's pretty much uh designed to draw you in it's like curated lists or outlandish headlines or racy thumbnails to make you click through like the easiest way to get free money or one of the buzz feeds you won't believe what happened to the the two-month baby and the boa constrictor or one of lonnie's top 10 lists or a scantily clad bodacious babe with center bar and all the right places or titles like six reasons why you're eating your own feces have longevity benefits number four will blow your mind etc he, Justin chose this because he's one of those people that's like the easy target. <laughs> top top 10 rifles. Number four will blow your mind. Oh. <laughs> uh, that, too far. <laughs> really? After my racist game? That's too far? Yeah, well, the racism isn't inflicting violence. Blowing your mind. Oh, yeah, because no racism has ever started a war before. <laughs> right. Not there wasn't like what fifty million of my people died because one racist dude. Is that how many? I don't know. There's a lot of them though. Oh. 
Anyways. A moment of silence. Go on to your clickbait. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you got the little enticing headlines and images and stuff like that. That's that's pretty much what clickbait is. And it gets so annoying. That's one of my pet peeves, too. It's like we're not necessarily prepared to uh, deal with it. Or I guess, I mean, we are, but we aren't. It's like the human brain is so easily brainwashed. It's like something that sounds so juicy. Like, ooh, what is that? Ooh. And it, it's everywhere. It's pretty much online. Any type of screen, product placement. Uh, it's in our sports, like advertisements, it, everywhere. It is, wants you to buy your or buy money. Buy money. Uh, no, it wants you to spend money. Buy money? Yeah. I'll definitely buy money. Yeah. Yeah. So it's like the for the right price. You basically are doing that when you go to the ATM when you pay the fee. Yeah. So I didn't necessarily have an ending with all of this, but I was just gonna <laughs> talk about it. You put all your effort into that that music, that song. I mean, <sighs> in all fairness, that was a pretty pretty hot intro. Like, it was. That was, that was a great but intro. Look where we're at now. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> the best part was Lonnie actually picked up a pen. It was frozen when you're like. Don't click it. That's what clickbait is. It, it uh, over delivers and under well, over promises and under delivers. It's a uh, manipulative. It's repetitive. It's I. Uh, I just like the people on like Facebook. Whenever there are those clickbait things, there's those people that comment in it like this is clickbait. It's just like those people. No are, those shit. those people Thanks. are unsung heroes. Yeah. You're doing America. <laughs> You're doing the work. <laughs> click here and you could be in a drawing for. $50 billion. <laughs> okay. You, you know what I, I used to love for the fucking chain emails, like the original clickbaits, like, send this to 500 people and you'll have good luck today. It's like, I don't even fucking know 500 people. <laughs> I, yeah. I live in a town of 98 people. My mom my mom does that. Like, she shares all the, send this to 10, and I got another friend who does it. It's, it's almost on a daily basis. It's like, come on, like, you, you make your own luck, okay? Just, yeah. Wouldn't you do feel something. bad though if like they listened to you and they stopped doing that and then the next chain letter they got they didn't do it and they died? Like if you didn't send this, then this what was that one that they were it was like on a cartoon. There was like that doll that was it was a Japanese doll type of thing, and she just looked so crazed. It's supposed to be like in YouTube videos and it's like when you watched it again, she wasn't in it. But what? if you didn't share the video, like she would kill you. Sounds like a shitty version of the ring. It is. It is. And <laughs> Yeah. But yeah, no, I mean, with like technology these days, especially like Facebook and Google and all that, like they have all these algorithms that kind of learn who you are, find out the demographics. They work into your psychology because there's so many like test product type of thing to see like, or maybe we'll use this color to entice somebody and then we'll probably use the space or a background or some chick in front of a car. And what was the name of that documentary that Chuck showed us that was about that? About clickbait. Well, it was it was about algorithms. Remember, I wasn't the, there for that one. You I weren't. Think that was Were you, you guys. there? Wasn't it the social? I'm the check. social dilemma. Yeah, I, I wasn't there for that one. In a while, unfortunately. Uh, yeah. yeah, he's missing you. The social dilemma. That's what it is. That that's basically what you're talking about. Like how it yeah, engages, I, in, yeah, it controls you people in, for sure. But we're so weak to that. I think we live in like this fast paced world nowadays and we have what is called like novel stimuli where it's like FOMO or, or, you know, fear of missing out type of thing. It's like you don't necessarily have an idea or interest in it, but then like you go off and do another task and you're like, wait, it's like, well, what if, and then you kind of, it's a time waster. Like we can't sit with our own brains anymore. We have to be plugged into something. Kind of. Yeah. I'm trying, I'm trying to get out of that habit. All right. I'm trying. Yeah. I've kind of been developing 
in like the last two, three years about that. Cause I had a huge FOMO where I just opened up my emails a few months back. Cause I'm not, yeah, his name is uncle. What <laughs> <laughs> this guy, that's not even a joke. <laughs> uncle creepy toucher. It's uncle John. Oh, uncle John. He didn't touch me enough. And I'm, I, and I'm mad about that. <laughs> oh. What was wrong with me? I was adorable. <sighs> Anyways, but, your FOMO. Yeah. FOMO. And so I opened up my emails and I'm like, holy shit, there's like, 73,000 emails unchecked here and I should probably go through this or just burn the whole thing, start afresh. I do do that sometimes. Like uh, go back do, do. to your very first email you have in your email and be like, huh, what is this? Because I still have my very first email account. I don't. They stopped. <laughs> what is it? Well, no, no, no. Like I, I obviously don't use it, but I still, it's still active and I still have it. My very first email account was DVS1C10 at uh, hotmail.com. Hotmail. Is Hotmail still a thing? Yeah. Yeah. Because my, oh, yeah. I was on Excite. My very first email address was then at Excite.com. It was like a, a Elias, Elias, an Elias that I used to use for Vin Vacanti. That was my vampire name. You were, you were, <laughs> what was it? Vin Vacanti. I have no, no words. It's, it's not, it's something I <laughs> just made his, up, but his goth name. Yeah. I, I used to write a lot of poetry. One of the, the Elias, I can't even say the word. You used to write a lot of poetry? Yeah. You read poetry to me every day. No, but I used to write more. No, you what I read to you is easy. It just comes off my tongue. <laughs> <laughs> you know what my first, I remember what my first screen name was on AOL. You're talking about emails and stuff like that. It just hit me. I was full of myself. It was too sexy 329. <laughs> oh, really? But it was spelled T W O because T O O was already taken. Damn it. Well, that wasn't my first screen name. That was my first email. My, my first screen name was Little X, Capital X, Little X, Chubbs. Wow. Little X, <laughs> how did Big you... X, Little X. <laughs> how, how did you know? <laughs> Never mind. My, my very first one, <laughs> screen name. It was like Eric Draven 17 because one through 16 was already taken, I guess. And <laughs> yeah. If you're listening to this, what, what was your first, your uh, first screen name on AOL? Is it still active? Can we send you, <laughs> let us, uh, let us be like spam. Like, what, what was it? A ASL, ASL Age check. sex location. Yeah. <laughs> huh. Yeah. Um, that was how you thirty six. That's how you location mom's base. <laughs> that was like how you entered chat rooms ASL, just so everybody you know who you were gonna try to bang. Yeah. Now we can send you guys all the clickbait because they're listening. One nine hundred. Well, fat fat girls. Stacy, put your put your first few email addresses in and your current one. I don't think so. I think she's quite a few episodes behind. Oh well, she'll catch up. She'll catch up. Yeah. Maybe or she got offended. I don't yeah. know if Courtney and Sydney still listen, but thank you for listening if you do. Yeah. And Holly listens pretty regularly as well. So my dude from Thank you for listening. Uh in Africa, my, my dude Tossin. Thanks, man. Oh, dude. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I waited until there was a break. Took uh, me easily gut. <laughs> nope. Well we laugh, so we have to keep it in because it was hilarious for everybody. It's a thing that we do. <laughs> oh shit. So um that's my topic. All right. All right. On to you, Home Slice. What you got for us? So not even a full page. Our main. Nice. Not even a full page, but yet it still took. It took like. <laughs> a minute, man. I just love the awesome intro. Awesome. <laughs> so fucking not prepared. 
So our main topic tonight is going to be our songs. Oh, yeah. We did have that song shit. Well, that was going to be something added into it. Oh, okay. Yeah. So do you want to right. do that now or do yeah, the songs? Yeah, let's, let's go ahead let's and Let's fucking do, do some songs. Let's so song it up, Fourth bitches. fucking time I picked up my notebook because I thought we were going to me, but. Go, do no. some curls. Like, do nobody some. cares about you, though. I know. I like, care I thought, nobody, about you. I thought mine would hey, I care about don't, you. Don't be nice to him. I thought mine I'm was nice, going to be a good My therapist says I need to stop being nice to people, but she told me that today. So I can start it tomorrow. Jeremy, I care about you. Jeremy thinks he's people. I'm sorry, what? I wasn't listening. Take it back. Go fuck yourself. All right. What we're going to do, since all of us have probably more of a knowledge with uh, Jeremy's band, oh, okay. we'll probably let like... him play his first. So, like last time when we did I our... remember picking on the ball. <laughs> Seems like hopeless little foot. So, scary. my song is If You Met Me First by... Oh, no, that was the first one. <laughs> <laughs> no, but we're going to do the same thing. So, we're going to listen to it off air, and then we're going to come back with our little reviews, uh, because we're still... Outside of stipulations of playing things, we'll get banned off a certain, or they'll silence the whole podcast if we're on like YouTube or something. They'll, yeah. The man's holding us down. Yeah, that's how they got to do. So, what is your first song? What is your song? So, this is a song I think most people probably know. Um, it's from a band called Mudvayne. Now, uh, Mudvayne's a little bit harder of broke, a band. Broke my jaw <laughs> and I broke my shoulder, my shoulder, bl- 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 shoulder blade, clavicle. And collarbone at a mud vein show. Dang. I'm so sorry. All the shoulder things at one show, and then I broke my my jaw at another one. Mud vein both, was both both that disturbed was headlining. Mud vein was Ooh, a, ah, a band rah, 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 rah. that was deeply inspired by Mike Patton. So ah, yeah. I like to okay. bring it back to little episode tum- yeah. three. Yeah. Episode Anyways. like five. Uh, so yeah, this is actually not one of their typical moshing, kill each other type of songs. It's actually one of their softer songs, what is and it called? I think it's called. Well, I think it's called. I know it's <laughs> called uh, "A World So Cold," but it's just. It's a. I think for there are a lot of bands out there that do heavier music like Mudvayne does, and every now and then they'll do a softer song. But I think this is probably one of the more beautiful, softer songs by a band. And yeah, let's listen to it. Boom. So I'm probably familiar with it. Are you familiar with? Oh yeah. All right. I I probably don't know all the the words and stuff to it. So we're gonna do a, a deep take. So we'll be back in a second. And we're back. So that was a world so cold by Mudvayne. Mudvayne. That was a good one. Yeah. I'm a. I probably have heard that one, but I don't recall it. Like it's a very cool. I, I like it. It's right. like it starts off very soft and like melodic and stuff like that. Like it gets into like the middle roar or I guess towards the end roar, like this little swan song, like going into it, man, it's like beginning. It's, it's kind of a realization, like something you haven't necessarily identified just yet. And then it's like, I'm, I'm, I don't fucking care anymore. Like that's it. I've had my, my last straw type of thing. Yeah. And looking at it from a musician standpoint, it's something that you don't really think of when it comes to metal and new metal is those are, four and i'm not is, is it four or five it's four isn't it four musicians four yeah yeah four very very talented musicians and they really don't get a chance to really show it in that song if you listen the drummer in that song is is showing his chops like he's keeping rhythm and he's keeping time but he's doing things with his hands that are phenomenal like there's some roles and there's some some off-tempo stuff he's doing that is just phenomenal. Kind of reminds me of like a well, when they break it down, like a, a 
mild tribal type of style. Sure, yeah. Most people may not know who they are, but if you guys remember that band where they had bullet holes, they would paint their skin like white or whatever, right. and they'd have bullet hole prosthetics in their forehead with blood and stuff like that. Right. They quit doing that because basically they said it was fucking hot and miserable oh, when they were on stage yeah. and stuff. This, I, I, Lonnie, you had asked, I think it's from their third album, okay. I think, but a lot of people like the meaning behind it the song there's so many different meanings i it's i i don't think there's really a specific meaning what i get from it is you know i i think of it's about somebody that just everything goes wrong in their life for them and i i, I kind of feel like it's suicide maybe type thing because the the lyrics i'm flying away type of thing like mm. you know maybe they're flying away from problems taking but, a trip well and that could be it too yeah but the song for me on a personal level it takes me back to, I want to say early 2000s, like 2001, 2002, 2003, that time uh, period. And it just takes me back to hanging out with my, my friends from high school, um, especially my, my good buddy, Michael, that not our producer, Michael, but another friend of mine that was like my best friend all through junior high and high school. And we, I, we, I'd say we probably listened to that song a million times. And then just listening to it takes me back to driving in the car just driving around for the hell of it and going to Oakview mall and whatnot. And just taking it back to simpler times. And that was when adulthood was like just starting for us. And I don't really think that we were taking it too seriously back then. And right. Side note, like this is one of the things I do like about this gig that we're doing, the uh, music reviews and stuff like that. It's like music is so profound to everybody's lives and it kind of has its own little nostalgia and introduction for other people who aren't familiar with things. It's just, I think it's a, an ongoing thing that we're going to keep on doing like every other few episodes. But I think one of my favorite lines of this is the fever in the storm. Like it has some, some wicked imagery, not too much detail, but you can kind of get the taste with the rhythm, the music, the condition in which this singer belches out these lyrics. But and yeah. the thing is, like this, the lead singer he can scream, but this song also proves that he can actually He's carry a, a tune right. as well. Absolutely, and, yeah. Uh, I just think how you had mentioned too, the drums were just heavy. I mean, right. from the beginning, like guitars and the vocals were soft, and then those fucking drums kick in, and it's just like boom in your face. But the guitars and everything just stay the same. It's like well, a kick to the nuts for your ears, right? Well, and that's the thing. It's like. There, it's super heavy, but yet it's not heavy like you'd expect a metal song to be heavy. Like it's heavy in the sense of heavy on the heart. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that that's yeah. a perfect analogy for it. It's it's melodic heavy. It's not like you're gonna go out and mosh to it. It's it's a heavy you can dance to. It's a heavy you can flow to and feel to. It's but just... it's not a heavy like you're gonna you're going to circle pit to, or you're not going to want to break someone to, you're going to want to sit there and let it fill you. Just be mellow. Right. Right. We don't have the space in the studio to mosh out. So (laughs) yeah, we do. Things are going to break. (laughs) (laughs) Which that's one thing that I, I, Oh my God, go into some of those like metal, some of the way that certain moshers dance where they like throw their fist back (laughs) and stuff. It's like, what the fuck are you doing? That's how Lonnie dances all the time. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, I always think of the fight song, the, that's that's a I like that that that's cool. You know, a quick quick side note, and the people outside of Omaha who listen to this podcast, <laughs> Omaha surprisingly where we're at, 
is one of the most and I've traveled all around this United States for shows and playing shows and being in different environments. Omaha, Nebraska, as little as this city is, and in retrospect, I've learned that Omaha is actually one of the bigger cities in the United States per capita, is violent as motherfuck. Like, our shows are mean, and we are mean motherfuckers. Not just that, but like... We try to hurt people. True. Okay, yeah, we do. Like, in, in our shows... I've been in concerts that have a thousand people, and I've been at concerts that have five hundred thousand people, and I've felt more safe in shows with five hundred thousand people than two hundred people at Sokol Underground. We are mean, and when we go to shows, we go to shows to dance and hurt people. I think about the shows that I've been going to lately. It's like, man, I'm so old. I'm gonna see like my right. favorite stuff, and it's like we go to the auditorium style places with sit down type of things yeah, like find your seat i'm like half, <laughs> like no i don't want to go to, let's go halfway up yeah like we went to a show and then they won't even play your favorite song until you're like walking out it's like oh gotta go get the kids uh <laughs> like and then how, as you're leaving there you hear your song you're like fuck that's the one i wanted to listen to like halfway like well there's 20 minutes left be traffic go. <laughs> i've never i've always been an observer at concerts yeah i wouldn't i've never been in the mosh pit i don't like being up front it's fun uh, it depends on where it is. I think outside shows, moshes or, or like crowd surfing and all that are so much better inside where you can't see anything. It's like, you just got to wait to see if you're going to fall on your head or not. And well, then people want to grab your nuts and I'll just watch people from <laughs> afar as they beat the shit out of each other. Um, when uh, I am a boy. <laughs> we, <laughs> we went, so for my, my 35th birthday, we went and seen Goldfinger, just, just some punk bands. I'm sure nobody who listens to this podcast will really know, but we seen Goldfinger at the house of blues in Chicago. And that was the last show before really COVID hit. So got in the car, left super early in the morning, drove to Chicago, got real Chicago deep dish pizza, seen a show, turned around, drove home. And that was a lot easier at 20 than it was at 35. <laughs> sure. <laughs> and we, we were in the elevator going up to get our car. And my sister was with us and she's like, she's hyper. And she's like, yeah, I just had a Red Bull. We're good to drive home. And I'm like, oh, I'm fucking old. <laughs> Doesn't that make you sad to think about things <laughs> yeah. like that? Because I mean, you're not. It's never going to get better. No, yeah, <laughs> you're just going to get tired. Well, get and cocaine. I, I then, danced. Uh, I danced the whole time. I danced the whole four hours of show. I almost got in a fight. Thanks to Tracy, I didn't, and I really thank her. She knocked you out. No, <laughs> I would have got the she shit headlocked you. I would have got the shit kicked out of me though. It's one of those. This big huge guy was going through, and he planted his hand on Tracy's chest and pushed him. And uh, I fucking took off after him. And Tracy grabbed my arm and goes, one, you'll go to jail, and two, look at him. And he was a good foot and a half taller than me. And He's like, probably I, a good, I got the music in me. I've seen this movie before. I know how it goes down. pounds beefier than me. And I just go, noted. And I fucking walked off. And this was at a Michael Bolton concert? Yeah. <laughs> yeah there's some of the locations around here. Show? There's like two, uh, what's the Benson location? God damn it, what is that one? Waiting room. The waiting room. Waiting room, yeah, yeah. And they like stopped doing rap music in there because of all the fights and stuff that fights used to happen. There was a yeah. shooting out shooting. there. there Somebody many. died out there. And like the owner, he was saying show. something like he's tired of just like I love that venue. Painting though. up the the bullet holes and stuff like that. It's just too much. Most everything comes out of his dollar, and he's a really good guy. Like he he does it for the art, not for himself. Right. right. And oh, that, I know. That he's, venue is one of those venues that gets violent oh yeah and the place that was spielbound or that is spielbound now used to be like they used to have open mics uh uh, rap battles and stuff like that i used to work down at midtown crossing in that 
parking garage that's right across the street from it. I used to watch on camera, like the people coming in and then like picking out guns and stuff like that. I'm like, I'm not breaking it up. I mean, that, this is where I call the cops. I'm security. I'm not, I'm not yeah. getting involved in that. This is, this is a, a security belt that holds my flashlight, not a gun. <laughs> yeah. I want to, what, what am I going to do? Hey, now I'm a target. <laughs> yeah. But, right. Yeah. So what I also like about a lot of this, especially, I mean, music is like movies. They're miniature movies. They tell stories here and there and, you know, they can glean something from it. And I'm going to stay on the same page. I mean, yours was pretty decent as far as like telling the story, how mine was last time with the uh, immortal technique dance with the devil that was a fucking movie story type Absolutely, of thing this yeah. one not so much but it has i it's the reveal of it so what i'm going to play is a band called sentenced there's a song called guilt and regret probably my favorite song from them i'm not too familiar with a lot of their work but most of the stuff that i have heard uh i mean they're not like one of my favorite bands but something that i was like well why don't i have something others but so we're gonna do a review of guilt and regret by sentenced so we'll be right back all right we're, we're, we're still back <laughs> that was loud what do you what do you boys think that definitely has that like mid-2000s to late-2000s european oh, european yeah. goth that type european of european goth sound so oh, yeah. like him the rasmus yeah i love it i the vocals kind of i think could have been a little tighter but man just that song's fucking great well yeah. thank you I, I, I like it too. I was gonna, my complaint was going to be vocals. I thought he was kind of off key with some of this stuff, in, well, my, in my opinion. And that's like, it, but that's the charmingness of that genre. Like, you don't have to be a good singer. Like, the more raspy and like, uh, like yeah, that's very popular. Like, especially with the European styles and stuff like that. Right. That, that deeper voice, you like, know, and that's baritones. When and, we, when I was like, wow, this is very typo negative. Like Peter Steele, P- Peter Steele. Yeah, like he is as vibrato as you can get i don't know if they are american but he kind of has like a little accent kind of like yeah i yeah definitely definitely not but yeah like that song just it's it's great and the lyrics are very haunting i don't know why he was saying yesterday night why he couldn't just say last night yesternight yesternight yeah Yeah. i think it's the the poetry of it yeah well and it could be like something lost in translation as well but yeah, awesome yeah. song. Like I think for me, I mean, it is a heart drop type of thing for the final reveal type of thing. Right. It's like, whoa, shit, man. I don't want to reveal too much, but it, if you guys want, it reminds me of. Um, I did a lot of theater, like tech theater. I wasn't on stage. It kind of reminds me of a, a song, and yeah, like in a musical or something like that. Right. Like one of the like the song that everybody would talk about after the end of the, that play like oh, that was that that one song where he did it, yeah, yeah it's it's very um it's kind of led more with keys instead of like guitars i mean like you get your heavy guitar towards you know well most of it but the keys is what carries it yeah right. well, and that's i, I like uh like i said at one point it kind of reminded me of uh nothing else matters by uh metallica, right. just metallica. The, yeah so <laughs> metallica yeah yeah, good pick. Good pick. Liked it a lot. I'd wow. be curious to hear some of their other stuff too and see if that all kind of has that feel to it. Yeah, all of these songs can be found in the description. We still have Lonnie's left. So, yeah. Lonnie, what is your pick? So, man, it's weird that I'm coming in with the with the, the lob tonight. You guys brought the heavy stuff, and I'm coming in with the, you know, I'm used to being the dark one. 
But so I'm coming. You got to pick us up. This Sesame, podcast is <laughs> Sesame Street theme. So, so I'm coming in with a, a song from Jack's Mannequin. If you guys don't know who Jack's Mannequin is, the, the lead singer was a man called Something Corporate. Uh, his name's Andrew McMahon. He is now an Andrew McMahon in the wilderness. He is a cancer survivor. He had leukemia and made a beautiful documentary called uh, Dear Jack. And this was just one of those songs when whenever I have a down moment or anyone has a down moment, they just need those pick-me-ups. And the, the reason why this song is that pick-me-up moment is his first band, Something Corporate, was on a label called Drive Through Records. My first successful band got picked up by a subsidiary of Drive Through Records because Drive Through Records knew they were going out of business. So they were picking up spending as much money as possible, signing every band they could, doing as many showcases as they could because they knew they weren't going to be able to do anything with this money. They knew if they still had it, the banks were going to take it away. So they were looking for just to dump it. And so we did a lot of showcases and we did a couple showcases with something corporate. So I got the chance to meet him and he became one of, I, I guess, idols. So with him going through what he went through and then seeing him healthier now with his beautiful wife and his beautiful daughter getting to live moments with him, this really became my my pick-me-up, like the the bottom of the barrel pick-me-up song. Well, this will be perfect for us going off of our two downers. And yeah. yeah. <clears throat> Here you go. This well. is Swim by Jack's Mannequin. Wow. All right, fellas, that was Swim by Jack's Mannequin. Wow is right. I, uh, <laughs> and damn near a perfect song, I think. Yeah. It's like one thing I want, I was kind of like, it shows little pictures in this little videos. And I, I've always confused Jack's Mannequin with Ugly Kid Joe. Like, not the, <laughs> not the sound or anything, but when I was thinking of Jack's Mannequin, isn't that the dude with a weird, like, comb over long hair type of thing? No, like, no, no. Nope, that's not them. He's a, he's a very <laughs> prim and proper um, Southern Canadian or Southern Californian boy. So many things they can Cecilia's go with. Cecilia's eleven now, so it would have been about twelve years ago. He was doing, he was doing an acoustic show, and he came to town. And when I say acoustic, he Andrew plays piano. If you couldn't hear from that song, he just plays a stand-up Baldwin piano, the same piano he's had since he's been seventeen years old. And it's just him at this venue in town, and there's maybe a hundred of us there. Because I mean, if I told you. Andrew McMahon's coming to town. A handful of people are going to know who it is. and really Shane's know brother? Who, right. Um, Vince's son. <laughs> Vince's son. And so we're sitting there, and he played that song because he, he plays it a lot when he's on tour by himself. And after, he just looked at he just looked at everybody, and he just put his head down, and kind of you could see a tear roll down his face. And then he looked right at us and took a deep breath, and he goes, you know, I've been cancer-free for 10 years, and I can finally say, fuck, that sucked. It's like, well, no shit. It's cancer. I've been cancer-free for about 36 years now. Right. But being able to finally say it, and it's one of those things, it's like I to struggle finally it. get it off your chest. Like I said before, he has a documentary called Dear Jack, and what that was supposed to be is, is basically a, a tour documentary about Jack's mannequin. Like what they do on tour, they were getting ready to record their first album, and in the process of them doing all that, he ended up being diagnosed with leukemia. So it turned into a documentary about his treatment, 
his recovery, all the stuff that was going on. And there's two movies on this earth that if you want me to bawl my eyes out like a little baby, it is that. I know he's okay. I could call him right now on the phone. Do it. Hear his voice. Let's do it. Hear his voice and know he's okay. The other movie is Eight Seconds with Luke Perry. We don't need uh, all that backstory to just enjoy the song. Uh, the song's fucking is that your t- topic too? No. <laughs> I uh, This is my first time ever hearing that song. Uh, there's very few songs out there that when I hear it for the first time, hit me in a way. And I mean, it's like listening to that song makes me want to cry. And not like a sobbing bad cry, but like, like wow, a, like this song really... Accomplished, like we've made it. Yeah. Like, just it's, keep going. It's... it's uh, somebody out there really cares and they get it and they wrote a song that hits everything and i had my phone because i was shazamming it just because sometimes that's the easiest way to remember songs like after like a week i'll be like oh yeah that's right this song and i'm gonna add to my playlist but yeah no that's um a very powerful song and um yeah there's a few lines in there oh go ahead no go ahead yeah there's a few lines in there like one of them is talking about like yeah it's relatable to i guess now like we live in a heavy politicized world these days one of the lines in there was like something about you know the politician not recognizing their flaws and stuff like that but you have to keep swimming you know like the the tidal wave coming to was it uh, destroy your love or something like that and it's not necessarily like the person you love but it's like the love that you have inside of you and the tidal wave is coming like the pressure is 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 rising above but like you have to keep going type of thing it's like Right. right on like you know we don't have too many um or at least not enough influential people here that will tell you to stand your ground type of thing like to right. uh not in that sense but <laughs> right and yeah. it's a, it's a love song that isn't specifically about a particular love it's just your love you can love lots of different things it's not about a person it's not about a job it's not about a car it's about your love it's whatever Wait. you love do you ever love. get confused about certain people like robert plant the singer to the cure like all the love songs that he wrote is like is that about a girl or a guy? <laughs> Robert Plant. Is it about Fridays? Because you really like Fridays. <laughs> but no, sorry, go ahead. No, it's just – and he just has a way with words. He's he's probably the second best lyricist I know of. Ain't no way he's better than – fuck, what's the dude who I came said, from here? I said I know of. What's, what's the dude who came from here? Fuck, he's got two bands, his own self-name and Saddle Creek Records uh, – Oh, oh that yeah. <laughs> uh, my my fucking friends, his drummer, Desperacitos, Connor Oberst. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> Matt Baum is his drummer. <sighs> Fuck that guy. <laughs> Ain't no way he's better I than mean, Connor like, Oberst. It's like, uh, man, just uh, Connor Oberst. He's he's not good, but he's so fucking good. It's one of those dudes who. <laughs> what is, what is he, one he, of the songs? I, you would know him probably. Bright Eyes. Of, Bright Eyes, yeah. Bright Eyes is his band. His self-labeled stuff, not as popular as Bright Eyes, the band. He's Omaha-based, so... Oh, at least was. I don't know if he still reps it, but... Kind of how, like, 311 did. It's like 311 is Omaha-based, but, like, for, they lived in California for so long, they start repping California, and then they had to put on a free show here because he was losing a lot of hometown people. It's like, oh, we ain't California. <laughs> but yeah. No, there's a... Someone that I used to love. That's a totally different song. Sorry, listeners. <laughs> it's like, what is going on? I'm looking at here real quick. I can't for the life of me kiss something. Kiss from a rose on a grave. Yeah, that's it. You wrote that. Seal. Seal is from Omaha. First day of my life. Yeah, best day of my life. 
Our first day of first my day life. First day of my yeah, life. Yeah, yeah, that's his hit. Yeah, there is a song that I think you might like. Uh, Lover That I Don't Have to Love. That one was a pretty good one, too. I'll compare you to a kiss from a rose <laughs> on the wind. Halai, 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 halai. I pooped. Halai, halai, halai. All right. Well, yeah, that was our... <laughs> Do we have to let him finish? Is he going to stop? Oh. <laughs> you just peaked. The audio peaked. People's ears he are bleeding. peed? I peed. I peed. But yeah, no, that was our, our three songs. Like I said, find the... Uh, Listen to them. Links in the description below. All, we'll have them in there. All songs. Um, I promise next time we do it, I will not have the softest song. You should get... You, you should call it Jack. He should be a call-in guest. Uh, he probably won't do it. He's pretty shy. And tell the one he does do, he charges quite a bit. Tell him to swim. <laughs> you know that song you did a bunch of years ago? I got some Goombas I could send to his house. I could make him... <laughs> uh, all right. If if you're feeling so, it. So are we going on to my topic now? Yeah, well, dude, that's all that's dude, left. We yeah. just did Lonnie's two topics. Pen. I need a pen, please. The life and life of... So I had... A couple different topics. Me too. Uh, one, one was a little bit more of a serious topic, personalist type topic. The other one's kind of a fun one, and I went with the fun one. Figure, save the, the personal one for another time. Is it a downer? Um, Is it upper? Downers? Siders? Never mix uppers and downers. Both, both, both. both. <laughs> so we're going to play. It's, uh, it's a fun little game here. Is it racist as well? You probably, you guys will probably turn it into something racist, but it's kind of like a would you rather. What does it taste like? I came up with like some scenarios. Some of them are would you rather and some are just different things. And you two are going to answer them. I'm not going to answer them. Would you rather put your dick in A or B? And you guys, when you you answer these, I want you to like go above and beyond. Don't just be like, oh, I'd do this. Give a reason. Let's make this fun. Let's make it humorous. I have 10 of them. Okay. Some some are, are a little messed up. Some might be stupid. They sounded good at the time, but we're going to start with this one. Would you rather be blind for a year or deaf for a year? I think I would have to go with deaf because I can probably speak a little bit more sign language than I could. Nope. I could probably read lips better, but my, I'm more of a stronger visual person. And if Leslie Nielsen can fake being deaf for so long, was he? For the last, what? 10, 15 years of his life, he was legally deaf. Wow, I didn't he, know Leslie that. Deelson's dead? Yeah. Oh. When did this happen? <laughs> I thought he's been dead a while. I thought it was like mid-200s or so. Mid-200s, wow. Yeah. So when he was doing like the Naked Gun movies, he was... Legally deaf? Wow. Yeah. It, and like his comedic timing, still on point. Are we... Are we Leslie here? Jones? Yeah. But <laughs> no, I think I would have to choose deaf. I could probably read lips. Yeah, died um, 2010. It sucks to not like listen to music, but I've been in that position before, and I know how it's kind of drove me crazy. Like the only thing I was able to listen to was like military cadences, and like I gone what nine months without hearing a song, and you don't appreciate it until you actually have it. But since I've been through that, I think sight will be a harder thing. Like I can't just you just, you just don't want to listen to your wife. I can't. <laughs> that too. <laughs> <laughs> I can't beat off to audio like yeah you can i mean you can i get off so much easier when i can have volume on the porn <laughs> like, can you like at least turn it down <laughs> what about oh. you lonnie you know this is a good question because i can't see worth the shit because i can't see color and i can't hear very well because i 
killed my ears. Can't hear color either. I can't hear color. I don't have synesthesia. I could. I would probably have to be deaf because I wouldn't want to lose out on seeing Moxley accomplish stuff. Yeah, me too. I'd love watching Moxley <laughs> walk and stuff. They're weird. I mean, there's there's so many things I wouldn't want to miss. Even things I don't in. I would love to be his Moxley. gay uncle. Like, like I love seeing sunsets. I really don't give too much shits about sunrises, but I love seeing sunsets. You're not supposed to look at the sun. No shit, that's probably what my eyes are fucked. <laughs> okay, so let's go to the next one. So you're saying you'd rather be deaf going blind? I'd rather be, well, they're both going to happen probably eventually. Oh. But I'd rather be, I'd rather have my eyes hold out longer than my ears. Yeah, you know, I feel, I feel like we should, because we teach like a whole bunch of like languages in school and stuff. Like the primary ones are usually like Spanish, French, and uh, ASL should something definitely like that. be We something do need to, because teach. like people always like, their their hearing goes and stuff like that. Fuck French. Well, what? Exactly. Fuck, fuck French. French. Fuck those peppers. We need what? Fuck the preppers. We need ASL. I think it should go Spanish ASL before anything else. Hands down. How do you say the French? Never mind. All right. Next one. <laughs> Would you rather have hiccups for the rest of your life or constantly feel like you have to sneeze for the rest of your life? Oh my god. When I expel a sneeze, I well half the time I don't. I, I can usually breathe it out. I can usually, it's clear. So you're going to be doing that for the rest of your life because it's not going away. Yeah. I think people will get used to that instead of, you know, that, that you No, I don't think people, they'd be like, <laughs> trying to get, so the sneeze never happens, right? <laughs> the sneeze never happens. It's just constantly like, like it's there. You feel it and you're doing that. I feel like, cause if I'm already deaf, <laughs> no, you're, you're, you're normal at this point. Okay. New life. Uh, he's just trying to. So you want to feel like you have to. Constantly... Oh, no, let me think about it. Go ahead, Lonnie. I I think I man, my hiccups suck. Is it the hiccup burps or just the hiccups? <laughs> like that. Like, like when I have a bad hiccup, I burp right afterwards. I think there was like a Jerry Springer where somebody had the little girl had hiccups and it like it was funny at first, but there was like so. You said for a year. Yeah, for a year. I think I take the hiccups. Well, no, no, no. They're both for uh, the rest of your life. I'm sorry. Oh, oh the shit. rest of your life. Well, you yes. can end your life at any time, so that's cool. Yeah, right. It's your choice. Yeah. Uh, but it, before that, what's uh, going to be the cause of you ending your life? Um, <laughs> like, what if you hiccup and then you <gasps> miss and then, and if it's like, just take your fucking nose off. I, I fuck. I, I sneeze really hard, and I hiccup really bad. Like the fuck. This game is like cornered. Like how how do you how would you like to live miserably for the rest of your life? Not being able to hear and have hiccups. I, I fucking, I'd have to take the hiccups. Hiccups, really? I think, too. As okay. long as they didn't, Sneezes. like, as long as they weren't the hiccup burps. Like, I'll hiccup and then, like, sometimes burp afterwards, and that is miserable. Yeah. I rather, because. I feel like that would do damage on your chest to hiccup absolutely. that. Absolutely. For the rest of your life. Well, it depends. Oh, yeah. Sometimes. In your throat. Yeah, it can definitely damage I your throat. I can just hiccup, like I said, but. Having that sensation, you're gonna sneeze the whole time. But doesn't that sometimes feel orgasmic to you? No, <laughs> no, you're you're having some weird orgasms, oh, bro. Oh. Does it feel good to sneeze? I but think... you can't get off. Then it's like edging the whole time. <laughs> so you will never sneeze. Like none of them is actually gonna no. fire, huh? You're not, no, huh. you're just gonna constantly feel it. Like... Uh. <laughs> but like <laughs> your, your eyes will water. Nobody's ever done that except for your cartoon characters. <laughs> <laughs> I think you could probably like end up like put your finger like because <laughs> if you're trying to sneeze but not actually sneezing and then you yawn or something like that, like 
you might swallow your tongue or something. <laughs> if, people could, if people could see the fucking expressions and facial things going on in here right now. Oh you have God. to put yourself in the John position. fucking walks in. <laughs> <laughs> You're both deaf and sneeze. Like a hook. Yeah, plus you can't fucking hear, so you like, what's wrong with him? Oh my god! Okay. Can you imagine like going in public? Death like, and hiccups. <laughs> <laughs> and sir, what would you have? <laughs> Inappropriate. <laughs> oh, man. Do you prep your hic- or your, your sneezes? What's that? Do you like audibly oh, prep your sneezes? Shit. Like <laughs> that's what I'm saying. Nobody does that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I just. How, how do you prepare Ooh. for a sneeze then? Like some what people are you are supposed like, to do? Like, oh, okay, give me, give me space. It's like when I <laughs> when I feel a, when I feel a <laughs> oh sneeze coming, I usually try to swallow all of my spit because nothing's worse than like a, a wet sneeze. Oh, I'm, yeah. I, I can think of a couple things worse than a wet sneeze, like the fucking Holocaust, um, <laughs> wet socks. No, I think the sneeze is worse than... What was the first one? <laughs> Holocaust and wet socks. Well, yeah. it sounds like a fucking name of a podcast. <laughs> Most people associate it with the Holocaust had wet a socks. Dry hand job. Oh, There's plenty had. of things where. Yeah. Holy shit! Sneeze. Okay, but no, like a uh, uh, fuck. What was I gonna say? You made me lose it. <laughs> Damn it! <laughs> oh, like when you when you prep it, when you prep your sneeze. Like some people, are like uh, you know, like they they have the. <laughs> That's, nothing that's comes. not a sneeze. <laughs> that's something else. We're not talking uh, about uh, dick sneezes. <laughs> huh. Have I you ever tried peeing, peeing and sneezing at the time? Dude, it's like a fucking squirt gun. Like, <laughs> Well, since it's relaxed like that, and it's like your butthole will fly out like a prolapsed butthole. Like you'll have like a little tail and you have to tuck it back in. <laughs> What is happening? All right. All I asked is if you wanted hiccups or sneezing for the rest of your life. So, no, I would not want to prolapse a butthole. All right. So, next one. Would you rather have $5 million now or $100 million in 20 years? $5 million now I can invest in totally make more than. Writing that, I knew that you were going to say something about investing in that stupid app or whatever. (laughs) What? You just put it into the stock market and stuff like that. I mean, like, with every 10 years, it pretty much goes up. It's, It's proven. Oh, I, I would absolutely take it now because I don't know if I'm going to live 20 more years. Let's say you were going to live 20 years. You knew you were. I would spend it instantly. Yeah, drugs and hookers. Yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm already deaf and I'm already hiccuping. <laughs> so might as well have money to go with it. You probably fix your, oh, got all this money. <laughs> fix your condition. All right, next one. Would you rather get a dollar every time you complimented a stranger or $10 every time you insulted a stranger in the most meanest way possible. Either way, I'm rich, bitch. <laughs> what? You, uh, what was the second one? Insult you, a stranger? Yeah. Okay. $10 every time you insult a stranger way. in the meanest possible way. When you talk to a stranger, do you... Are you now friends? No. So no. you can't like... Oh. Can't it's just the... Kiss and It's make just up. the idea of... Do you want to compliment people for less money or just insult the shit out of them? For more money, because I feel like if it's if you see the same people over and over, like you're kind of acquainted to them. They're not necessarily strangers let's anymore. Say, Even if you don't say, know the name, say you're in New York, you're walking the busy Times Square. I'm walking area. here. You're not going to see the same person. I'm. You're going to see a lot of people. 
Are you going to insult them or are you going to compliment them and get less money for complimenting Could them? Could you do both? Do Could animals you compliment count? them in you a condescending only, way? You can only do either compliment oh, them Oh, shit. He's nicest. trying to double up. That's fucked up. Could you be like, nice fucking hat, bro, when nope. they're not wearing a hat? Nope. Yeah. Nope. Insult set. It's got to be a very, the, the meanest insult or the nicest, most genuine. You can't compliment. be like, you got an ugly giant fucking dick, bro. Nope. Damn. Mm. Well, find out what kind of people you are. Uh, well, you know I'm gonna compliment people. Okay. Well, if I'm, really, I thought you were gonna go the other no, way. No, you know I'd have I'm to compliment. Big, okay. People. I would probably do the compliment, and then I would give them the dollar. You fucking liar! <laughs> yeah. You God, guys. that's yet such a fucking bullshit <laughs> answer. I'm a. It is. I'm no, a very nice guy. You're, you're, I'm a sure, nice guy. Sure. Give them a dollar. Yeah. Gosh, that's more of a Jew a answer than mine and I was. didn't need it. So you're gonna compliment them, give them the dollar, and then insult them and get ten dollars. <laughs> Oh shit! I got a little racket see, going on I here. Can I can see do that. Insult someone for the ten dollars, giving them a dollar to make up for the insult. At least half. Nine. You still have five, <sighs> and you got a day's work left. So, well, you know, nine. What? You know what, giving Justin? Giving them five dollars, Justin. Jeez. We might put this to the test. We have a punishment coming up from you. <laughs> Am I getting money? You may have to. That's sweet. No. No. We may change it to where you have to insult people in the meanest way possible for a dollar, and then give them that dollar. Lonnie, I think we just cut our punishment for for a dollar. Yeah, go on. Gonna, we will have all the dollars for you. We'll have ten dollars. You have to insult ten people in the meanest way possible, and then give them a dollar. And we strip choose. Club. We choose whether it's a, a suitable insult or yes. not. Yes, I'm not good at insults. I'm too nice of a guy. Yeah, he would put like too much production value in it. Like he did with Guess this what? clickbait thing. Let me build it up for you. <laughs> all right, so let's move on to this one. Would you rather lose your sex organs forever Not or, married over. or gain 200 pounds for the rest of your life? I think both of those happened. Wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Wait. No. Hold on. Gain 200 pounds? As in like, like you're continuously be... gaining 200 no, 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 pounds no, no, so you're no, like no, a blob? No. You're, you're going to gain 200 pounds. Just And just, like whatever you are right now, add 200 pounds to that and that's what you're going to be for the rest of your life. Hmm. Or do you want to lose your sex organs forever? Like my organs? Like bum, 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 bum. I'm not even gonna. If that's how, that. if that's how you do it, I play. <laughs> I play organs when I'm getting it on. The sex organs. What's it gonna mm. be? Is it off with the pee pee? Well, if you gain 200 pounds, you're. I feel like you're never going to see your sex organ again. Yeah, it's pretty much lost. <laughs> if I give you my sex organ, can I lose 200 pounds? Uh. Well, if you give me your sex organ, you definitely are losing 200 I don't, pounds. Can you, can you check to see if it's still there? Otherwise, you can use your excess fat to uh, shape into a new organ. No, you can't. Trust I was, me. I mean, you can. Usable, maybe not. But not going to be able to jizz. Yeah, you won't be able to use it. It's not going to be usable. For you, it's for flaccid <laughs> all the time. Yeah, you can put your thumb next to it, use it as like a little splint, and <laughs> sometimes you roll over and you're like not getting all the way over. Open hard, yeah. So what's it gonna be, gentlemen? I guess I'll have to. Since I'm a nice guy, <laughs> uh, who left? I think my sister's here. John? No, oh, <laughs> uh, it wasn't John, but no. I think I would have to do. Well, it's harder than you thought. Hold on. You're so I can't way too hard about this, man. You said I, w- I would have to maintain that 200 pounds. Like I cannot lose it. You can't lose it. You're, you're 200 pounds heavier than you are right now for the rest of your life. No matter so what you'd, you're be, like, you'd be like 395. So even if I fasted, I, it's pointless. Yeah, I can't. It's pointless. Oh, you're, geez. You're, you're going to be fat. 
I'm gonna be fat. You fasted. can you can lose your existing weight. So say right now. Oh, so I can just drop back down to 200. No, you can't. I can just you maintain can't. that you 200. Can, you can't you, lose any weight. So no, let's let's think about this a little bit. So no. right. Hold now, on, hold on. You said so just say gain right 200 now, pounds. So say right now you're like 190 pounds. You go up to 390. You're you staying can at lose 390 from Boom. the original 190. So I think you can I would go just, to like 360. I think yeah, I'll I'll take on the 200 pounds of pure muscle. Okay, Lonnie. <laughs> oh, take my cock. <laughs> That's going to be that audio clip is going to be used down the line by Justin. So <laughs> take, take the, <laughs> it was a clean audio. <laughs> I'll say it cleaner. I got to have clear silence on both ends. Hold on, two seconds clear. Take my cock. That's going to be the title of our next song. <laughs> Take my cock. All right. Would you rather <laughs> know the date of your death or know the cause of your death? Oh, man. Well, if you have the date, you have a time frame to look forward to. You can have all the arrangements, but it's still going to be dreadful. If you know the cause of it, everything that's <laughs> consistent with that is going to be you're going to be paranoid a lot more. I think knowing the date, that way I can let everybody know. Say, hey, okay. uh, my expiration on my ID expires here soon. So, And I'll be like, sorry, I work that day. <laughs> How in-depth do you know both of, like, do you know the exact second? Like the time? Yeah. Do you know? Oh, sweet. How, how exact do you know the, the way you die? Like you get shot by this person? No, because that's basically the other option is... The cause of your no, death. No, 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 no. I know. I'm like, I exact time now going to the other side. Oh. Like, do you know exactly how you're going to die? Yep. Oh, man. I think I'd rather know exactly how you're going to die. Be like, Justin's going to stab me in the dick. Like, okay, don't be around Justin. You already <laughs> gave your dick away. But it's, it's, there's no wa working around it. Oh, so I'm, I'm you, pretty much you, immortal? So it's final destination. Then? Yeah, you know, like if, if Justin's stabbing you in your dick then you're getting stabbed in your dick and you're dying. Like, you can't, like, I'm going to leave the country and never see Justin what again. What if I cut my dick off? Then I guess you die early. You already did. The, the knife will be dull and you won't be able to do it. You're like, no. I've seen Justin almost die of a cut-off dick. These things happen. <laughs> so you're saying, like, you're pretty much immortal? Like, if you jumped out of a plane and it's not your day, you're still going to be alive? Good question. You're going to be paralyzed and just wait for that day? <laughs> sure. <laughs> you're yeah. a vegetable in a room? <laughs> yeah. Those are things you got to think about. Huh. I think it I, won't kill you, but it might paralyze you. Yeah, you find out your your death time is eleven eleven. You're like motherfuckers. Yeah, that would be, and that would be by a shopping cart labeled. <laughs> <laughs> you saw uh, that, did you? I did. <laughs> All right, so I got one more. Would you rather? And then I got three scenarios for you. Okay. All right. Would you rather drown to death or burn to death? Ugh. Mm. I'm gonna say right now, drowned. Drown. Really? Why? Yeah. Burning, you'll fill it with drowning. It can, it's just that, that gulp and you'll would you pass know? out. Because with burning, I think you'd go numb after you, a while. Yeah, you will. Your, your but you'll be conscious longer. You'll actually die slower with drowning. I think slower uh, with drowning. So you want to, yeah. you both said drowning. You want to take your time with it. <laughs> I think you'd, I think you'd lose consciousness faster with drowning. Yeah. Because you won't feel it. Like, there, it won't be painful. It would just be, like, more panicked and stuff like that. Yeah, I, I think I'd want to be caught on fire because you could take out more people if you're burning. <laughs> you're taking people down with you. Yeah. Okay. When you say fire or, or, or burn to death, meaning, like, you are under fire. What the fuck do you mean? Can I come back? <laughs> are, you, are you drowning and 
fire. <laughs> You're on fire. You're on fire. Okay. Yes. So yeah. What do you think burn to death means? <laughs> well, I mean, you could be like a sunburn or something like that. Yeah. To you, death. you got sunburned to death. Yeah. yeah. Whatever. Bro. You are you know, covered like, in flames. My vitamin C levels are. You are trapped in a car that's on rising. fire and your body is engulfed. It, does spontaneous combustion count as burning? Because I don't care how you get there. You're I just on fire and you're can, dying from it. Can I okay. come back as a, a dream demon and kill teenagers? Like I will look Absolutely. like a phoenix then for a second. I want to be on fire. Nice. No, I think I would want to be on fire. I think it, you would, you'd be more peaceful at death because your nerve endings would die quicker. Um, like I said, I think it just depends on the grade of fire, though. Is it going to be like green fire? Can you see green? No, I can't see green. You can't see green or red or shades of blue. No, I can't. I fuck you. Everything is gray. Oh, I'm so sorry. I can see yellow, so I can see when the when the fire's burning. So you know if you're hydrated or not. Yeah. Fifty Shades of Grey is his favorite movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most color so, you've seen. <laughs> I would, I would like to drown, but if it was like, like, cold or hot weather type of thing, I'd rather die in extreme heat. That's not the scenario, but no, I it's just not. want to throw that out there because you will have a future scenario. So you want to drown to death? Yeah. You want to burn to oh, death? I'd rather burn. To yeah. Death. Can we yeah, make I, this happen now? Or that's your punishment? Yeah. Let's do it. This, all these questions are helping me for your punishment. <laughs> oh, okay. It's going to be the worst fear-filled. <laughs> oh. uh, I think honestly, I think I, both are just. I'm I'm awful. deathly right. afraid of foursomes <laughs> with guys. Okay, guys. So it. he wants six sets of balls or six balls bouncing off his face. Yes. All, All right. right. Yeah. So now here's a question: If okay. someone you know that you were close to, whether it be a friend or a family member or a close one, committed a gruesome murder, would you help them cover it up? How close are we? Super close. Absolutely. Well, this is what I've done or um, would do. I would probably, yeah, I could probably, I got, I can probably contact my uncle, Frankie Frenchetti. Frankie killed the children to Frenchetti and we can cover something up. Kill the family to Frenchetti. So you, you both would help them. I've done, I- yeah, I've done a favor upstate a few times. So I, I kind of, I'm owed. So yeah, I can upstate cover it up. Nebraska. Uh, no. Yeah. Depends. Like, are you talking fucking Blair? Scott's Blair. Scott's <laughs> I've helped a guy. I've I've whacked a guy in, in, in Grand Rapids or Gretna or whatever. Depends on, like, okay, I'm very close to the person. Would I help them cover it up? And the person they killed was, didn't do any, they weren't a bad person. They, they just, just, I'm going to kill this man. Yeah. So. I just accidentally... Sneezed on them. Not accidentally. They planned this and just they planned they murdered it. the shit out of them. Like they snapped or something. Huh. Are they going to continue murdering or is this just a one-time thing? One time. Yeah. I mean, everyone's allowed a mistake. Yeah. <laughs> okay. With that being said, fellas, um, something I have to tell you. Well. You notice John's not here. Oh, yeah. No, I'm just kidding. I'm, I'm Chris so, Hend- Hendricks. So you guys would be, you technically would be good friends, but. You're, to that person, you're just our, well. Even people you're, that I'm, you're putting our, yourself at jeopardy now. Our too. morals are well. You got to think about it. Like, where does your loyalty is your loyalty and your charity better than your your honesty? Like, where is your morals your center at? Yeah, even people that I'm really close to, I don't think I would. Depending on who it is, I don't think I would try to hide a body with, or, or get rid of a body with them. Plus, today's a day and age. I mean. You can see people putting their stuff in a pickup truck in the neighbor's 
ring doorbell type of thing. Like there's cameras everywhere, so it's hard to get away with something like that. Your evidence is everywhere, so yeah, I guess it'd be one of the assess the situations, but I think I'd be like, dude, is, don't tell me that shit. I think it it would be one of those scenarios where what is the percentage chance of getting busted and don't take this the wrong way. In our two scenarios, if I was in your scenario, it wouldn't be a decision at all. It'd be a snap, absolutely, let's do this shit. Being in our current scenarios where we have more at risk, it would take more of a... Yeah, we got we got family to think about, so... It would be more of a... Are you about to cry? Do can you, you? Can you play that Jack Mannequin song? <laughs> <laughs> it, would be, it would be more of a have to assess the situation. Like 20-year-old me, fuck yeah, let's go hide bodies. This one time I was walking home from school and my brother, we went to his house first, his dad's place, and we were carrying our backpacks and he was going to spend the night over at my house. So he got a blanket and some other stuff he put in his backpack. I was like, well, let's just go across, you know, Saddle Creek and Cummings and stuff like that, um, carrying our backpacks inside the blanket. So we're like carrying the blanket, looks like we're carrying a body and some guy stops us. He's like, is that a body? Like, mind your business. And... What's that? <laughs> Why? You snapped your head over at me like... <laughs> I got nothing else. And then he... Why? And then it was a body. Okay. It was not a body. It was two backpacks. And we were doing our homework. It but body. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Okay. All right. So we got two, two left for you guys. Okay. All right. If you witness okay. a... To find out... <laughs> I was going to do a clickbait. <laughs> okay. If you witnessed a murder that was just horrifying beyond words and the person that did it saw you witness it, would you go to the police or keep your mouth shut? Depends on who are they. Depends on who they are. You don't know them. All right. But they saw you. Do they? Am I working? <laughs> Doesn't matter. It does <laughs> like, because I'm easier to find if I'm working i don't know i didn't think that detailed yeah. into it yeah you're you're working at uh applebee's on your second shift no oh, yeah. you just witnessed somebody murder somebody in a very gruesome way and they saw you i'd be like hey i will keep my mouth shut for seven dollars and two chicken mcnuggets so let's make it happen okay <laughs> i'd probably keep my mouth shut there's enough people on this earth as is I don't need to know the per- dead person's backstory. Yeah, whoever if he just got murdered, he you know he fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you're keeping your mouth shut. You're I would, doing the same. I would have to say yeah, yeah. Okay. If it's a random stranger that has no purpose in my life, I'm a bystander. I'm a bystander effect. Mm-hmm. All my values and stuff go out the window when I'm in a. Sticky situation. All right. Well, let's move on to the final one. This one's going to be a little bit more of a thought process for you, gentlemen. I would be Mountain, and he would be Brokeback. All right. That's this week's episode. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So if there was a zombie apocalypse, oh, and the three of us were stuck together in it. Like centipede style? I would definitely no. eat you first. Who, who, who would die first and why, and which one would survive and why? With three of us, so there's you're, there's three of the three of us in a zombie apocalypse by ourselves. Who do you think would be the first one to die and why? And who do you think is going to be the lone survivor? Like the other the other one's going to die, but they're not going to be the first to die. 
But who's going to be the lone survivor and why? I already have my answer. All right, let's hear See. it. Justin dies first. Damn it. Why? Because you are too... Survivally? You, no, you, <laughs> you are too cocksure. I don't want to say that. You, you, you are the one, you, it, it is one of your major attributes that you have is you are a protector. I'm a risk taker. Yes. You, you are too, you are too sure of yourself, which it would, would get you in trouble. So then it would be down to just me and Jeremy having to fare for ourselves. And Jeremy has more real life experience than I do. What kind of zombies are these? Are they like Z Day? Uh, they're, they're fucking like. Are they up to you know thirty days? It doesn't matter. They're zombies. It's a zombie apocalypse. All right. So what now? And then it would come down to me and you. Yeah. And you have more actual real life experience than I do. But it comes down to who would die first when we don't have our medications. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man, that's an easy. One. I gotta take I gotta take a pill twice a day to keep my ticker going. So it's like who like will your heart give out first or will my mental illness kick in too much? He's so like, by by the seventh day of no medication, should I'm I fucking kill I'm him? A zombie. Should I fucking kill I him? If, I don't know. Should I shoot Sounds him in the head? Like, <laughs> yeah. He's moving. Bang. <laughs> so so I think your uh, real life experience would help you survive more than mine so i think you would you would be the survivor oh i hear that justin oh that was just his answer okay yeah Yeah. yours i I can only imagine what your answer is gonna let me hear what you think my answer would be i'm not swaying your answer i want to hear your answer i have an answer but i just want to hear what your answer would be of me so i can steal part of it and then relay it back in different words so it sounds more like my answer let's hear it so yeah let's hear it I think, all right, since I have, I mean, I, I wouldn't agree with like the, the cocksure type of thing. Like, I feel like I might have would. a little bit more um, experience when it comes to physicalities, getting away. Like, my if a zombie apocalypse happened, I would definitely climb. I would definitely go up um, as far as I know I can have different avenues. Um, so you made a muscle there when you were like... You're going up. That's what's going to get you killed. <laughs> You're going up where there's no food. And, and then I will... There's food in trees. Just fucking karate chops. I would be up in a banana tree, peeing all on the all the banana all right, trees all right. in Nebraska. Cocky. What, so who's yeah. who's dying first? So and I think, I think Lonnie would die first. I'm sorry, Lonnie. I would probably kill you though. So no, Jew no. It's a, it's hold a, on. It's a delicacy. And then I gotta, I can get some yid. Go. <laughs> Try this yid meat. <laughs> so Lonnie's dead. It's me and you. No, I think I would probably kill you. I love you, but I have to kill you. Why would you gotta, kill other people? Yeah, what's the point of that? Just, it's See, like, that's why I'm saying he would fucking die instantly because he'd be like, I'm going to kill everyone. Yeah, it's kind of like 10 uh, zombies Have you ever him. played the Oregon Trail and you have to kill Sacagawea first off because she's just dead weight. She's holding you back. So you got to go, right? Why wow. do you, that's how why you, would somebody? Why would I be holding you back? Oh, man. So you're 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 saying Don, Donnie Lonnie's <laughs> Lonnie's gonna die first, huh. and then I'm dying and you're surviving. So he's just basically because you're, you're killing. He's me. killing us. Yeah, yeah, softly. Wow. So you want to talk about a conceited <clears throat> fuck right here? <laughs> no, I'm, it's not. It's not about conceit. It's because it's love. It's selfish. Because I we're in a zombie apocalypse, and all you care about is your fucking self. No, I'm swimming 
for for you guys. You're gonna climb trees because I have to make sure us. I can find a cure. Gonna, I will I will secure you guys. You're gonna you're gonna you're gonna excrete us onto zombies. I'm just telling yes. you right now, you're the fuck. If you kill me. When I come back as a zombie, I'm fucking killing you. you I won't turn. There's too much garlic. Yeah. It's, <laughs> it's not vampires. It's like vampires. Oh. Yeah. So I honestly, I agree. I think Justin would be the first to die because I see you as being the cocky one that's going to nope. go out and you're going to do all these like, karate, I'm not gonna do you're going to karate <laughs> kick them oh and God. stuff like that and you're going to mess up or they're just going to engulf you and I don't, you're going to go out as a, uh, a badass. We'll just say that. Now I haven't really thought much about who would survive out of you and I, my gut goes towards you because it's just like, I feel like you've watched more zombie flicks than I have. So you might have <laughs> a better, a couple. you might have a better understanding. Cause I mean, people laugh, but if the zombie apocalypse happened, you're going to wish you were watching those movies to see how they did it. Right. But yeah, I, I think that I would, I'd fuck up out at some point. Like at first I think I'd be smart, but the longer it goes on, I feel like I would, I would fuck up somewhere. I and, think inevitably you would have to fuck up. Like yeah. there's no perfect scenario. I think you'd, it would like accidentally, like your back would just go out and like, ah, oh, fuck, just go. <laughs> you're, you're gonna run out of supplies. I you're won't catch you. Gonna run out of clean water. Like there is no one. No one's gonna survive. Like it's hold up until you die. Is basically the scenario. Did I tell you my idea for a a zombie film? No. That takes place on like a oil rig in the middle of the o- ocean. Like oh. people know that there's a zombie apocalypse, so they take their boat out to an oil rig. And they have food supply to last them for years. But what they don't understand is that the zombies are dead, so they can go underwater. And they slowly, over time, made their way out to the oil rig. And so now... Like Pirates of the Caribbean? No. They they walked underwater. (laughs) Well, yeah, I guess in that that aspect. But now it's just like, what would you do? Because, like, their boat got destroyed, whatever, because it's been there for so long. And they didn't think that... They would get caught out there, so now they're stuck in the middle of the ocean with all these zombies that made their way to them. That was one I would climb up into the crow's nest <laughs> and try to pickpocket them all. Um, that was one of my favorite scenes. Like one of the iconic zombie movies is Zombie with an I, Z O M B I, or uh, for its international title is White Zombie. There's a there's a part where a zombie is underwater trying to eat a shark. It's just fucking fantastic. <laughs> But speaking of zombie movies on my horror movie binge I've been watching, I watched uh, one called Cooties. I've heard of that. With Elijah one. Wood. Yeah. It is fucking great. It is, is it Elijah Wood or is it? It's, uh, oh. No, it's not Frodo. It. Yeah, no. Let me look. I'm pretty sure it's it's Harry Potter. <laughs> you, we did that last time, and if you listen to that last one, I, I corrected you. <laughs> do, 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 do. Yeah, it's Elijah Wood. And it's got Rain Wilson, and it's... It's it's great. It's it's a horror comedy that specializes more in the horror than the comedy, but it's it's directed by Leo Winnell, the guy who did Saw One. Oh yeah, yeah. It's fucking good. Oh, but it's funny enough. And Dwight's where, in it. Yeah, and it's funny enough. It's got uh, Jack Brayer in it. Okay. So it's got great comedic I've... actors in it. Who are put in a horror movie, so they're still doing the horror role, hmm. but it's done in such a funny way. I think it's what you 
and, and plug to our other podcast, the Boundless Podtrap movie podcast. Um, last episode, we talked about uh, The Dead Don't Die. I think it's what you expected The Dead Don't Die to be. I think this movie is what you thought The Dead Don't Die was supposed to be. And where is it at? Where can you watch it? I watched it on Tubi. I think I've also seen it on Hulu, if I'm not mistaken. I'll have to check that one out. Yeah, it's great. came out in 2014. Well, speaking of, since that's the end of my thing, you'll join us next week for our BPT movie review. We're going to be doing Justin. Uh, tell us what movie we're, we're reviewing. We are going to be reviewing, uh, is it 1994? 95's uh, The Passion of Darkly Noon, starring uh, Brendan Fraser and Ashley Judd. And Vigo Mortensen. And Vito. Vigo. Vigo. Yeah. He squashes you like flies. <laughs> You're like flies to him. That's, that's going to be an interesting one, Justin. I feel like you were going to have a lot to say about that one. This is your pick. I have like um, a sentence or two that I might. I mean, I down. if if you would have told me to watch this movie, and or if if I would have just watched this movie without you telling me to watch it, five seconds into it, I'm like this is a Justin movie. I, I know. <laughs> <laughs> I, that's the kind of movie it is. I watched it twice. I had to watch it twice. I watched the first half hour and then uh, somebody came over and was talking to me and it was just on the background. So I had to watch it again. And yeah, it'll be interesting to talk about that one. Boom. Well, episode 21 is done. Zero two one of the BBT. That's crazy. Two, one, we just, I feel like we were just doing episode one talking about pyramid schemes. And we can go back to that. No. I feel like. Oh, no. Talking. <laughs> ladies, no. quick, quick thing. Next week, ladies and gentlemen, we are going to reveal what Justin's punishment is. Oh, Stay shit. tuned for and that. When it's happening. No. Yeah. did it. No. Being. Oh. Oh. Son, you have not done shite yet. Oh. The gears are, are uh, turning. Wait, you guys don't have it down yet? We're gonna have we, it. <laughs> we we had an idea, but it was too mean. All right, we had we several ideas. We couldn't rent an alligator for cheap enough. <laughs> and, Jeez. and a lot of them, the ideas I had are expensive, but would probably be worth it. So. She's worth it. I mean, it's really expensive to put tits on a man. <laughs> Not as expensive as I thought with the coupon. They did that on MTV. So they did Groupons. <laughs> yeah. Buy one tit, get a second uh, tit free. Nice. Well, thank you guys for listening. Uh, streaming on your platform of choice. Uh, links all in the episode description. Come back in two weeks for the next Boundless Pod Trap 022. We're going to wear tutus for 22. Can we? We can. I got some at work. And how? Ah. Well, thanks again, guys. Have a good one. <laughs>